welcome to the Get Ricked Podcast with Aaron. We are back with the Rick Rate Rated R list. So we're doing the best centers of the 90s for NBA. You want you want to take this? I think I did the 80s. I started the 80s one twice, so. All right, I shall. I shall. Especially because to me, after the top six, is like, oh, it fucking drops off. I would agree. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so... Number eight, played throughout the entire decade, originally from the Lakers, then traded to the Hornets for Kobe, for Bryant. Kobe Bryant, before finally making a final home in the Sacramento Kings, where his teams were summarily crushed by the Lakers, Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal, and that was Vladi Divac. Vladi. Vladi Dadi. Never had an all-star. You know why? Because he used to smoke before games, like cigarettes. <laughs> like, I don't think he deserved to be an NBA athlete. But he was like the first from like Serbia, Montenegro mm. or something. He was a pretty gifted passer. He had like 4.3 on mm-hmm. a high. He did block shots, 2.2 max. Yeah, it was his max, yeah. 1.6 steals. So he was an all-around contributor. Not a huge scorer, right? 16, I think, was his yeah. max. But he was more of a facilitator. 10.8 boards. Yeah. Not bad. In terms of fantasy, he was that second or third tier guy. But and he even had uh, a 357-3 one year hmm. <laughs> for threes. Yeah. That's why he didn't want to run past half court barely. <laughs> Cigarettes. Don't do them, kids. Yeah. Especially if you're going to play professional basketball. <laughs> Number seven. He only played four years, but I, I gave him, felt pretty dominant. That was Brad Doherty. He was a holdover mm. from la- the, the 80s. Mm-hmm. Late 80s, right? He only played in total of eight years. Yeah, he retired pretty early. Was it? I don't even, I didn't look to see why though. I think he had injuries. Cause, but even in his last year, he was still pretty productive. I want to say he was like 17 something points mm. and probably close to 10 boards. He would look, he looked like a gigantic teddy bear. Yeah, that was the knock, right? He was soft. He looked kind of soft. Didn't block shots. Yeah. 1.1 blocks was his max, I think. Yeah, but he wasn't... But he was a high-drafted guy. He became like a NASCAR analyst for ESPN. Really? I don't know what that tells you about his (laughs) basketball career. But he was one of those guys, like, uh, low 20s in points, right? Yeah. 10 boards or so. Uh, One year he had 4.4 assists. Yeah. I think the biggest knock was he was uh, didn't really block shots and stuff. He was more of an offensive center. It yeah. felt like that. 20, 2010 was pretty good, pretty standard operating yeah. for a center, especially for a seven footer. Mm-hmm. Especially considering that after this guy, these are going to be the six best <laughs> yeah. Yeah. centers in the league. So mm-hmm. number six, the guy with like ten names that you couldn't pronounce. Dikembe Mutombo. So he came in 91 from Georgetown, not known as an offensive, productive, you know, productively mm-hmm. offensive guy, a lot of putbacks, a lot of rejections. You still see the stupid Geico commercial now. Yeah, that's hilarious. I, I'm not sure why that's the case. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that was weird. Is it because it was because of March Madness? Maybe. I don't know. Just showed up. Like, I'm happy as Dikembe Mutombo blocking yeah. shots. <laughs> but you hadn't seen that commercial for like years. Yeah. So. <laughs> and that wasn't old Dikembe. That was a like young Dikembe. Mm. Younger. Well, because old Dikembe we just saw in, in Coming the, to America. Yeah. So 
<laughs> Out of the way, Matumbo. <laughs> but yeah. three, five-time All-Star, three-time Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. It's funny, though. His highest point mark was his rookie season, 16.6 points. They were probably trying to turn him into an offensive threat. The reality was he yeah. he was an atrocious After that, shooter. it tapered down to, I think he was always in, like, the low double digits. Yeah, 13, points. 14 points. Yeah. Pretty much five shots. 13 boards, block four and a half shots. Yeah. Five. No one flies in the house of Motombo. <laughs> 569 field goal percentage, though. So, yeah. you know, he did his uh, interior work, you know. Yeah. He was all arms and legs, though. He was mm. just gangly, freakish. Speaking of which, his his other Georgetown brethren. <laughs> which one? Well, he didn't play. Well, I think he played with Alonzo. Oh. <laughs> I think they, they played at the same time? Yeah, he came, Alonzo came out a year later, right? Oh, okay, okay. Because Matumbo yeah, yeah, came yeah. out with the Larry, Larry Johnson, Johnson class, and yeah. then what you call it, came out with That's the right. Shaquille yeah. O'Neal class. Yeah, so yeah. Alonzo was the much more refined offensive player, not as prolific a defender, but he he was vicious though. I remember him slap fighting Larry Johnson. They're, <laughs> they're, they're literally throwing hands at each other. Yeah, right? he was intense. He was number five, though. Yes. Okay. So his career was cut short ultimately with like, due to kidney failure, right? Mm-hmm. So he was staying out of the league, but... Then he got a kidney transplant and came back. Then he came back, but he was never as yeah great as his previous early years. Speaking of which, another Georgetown Hoya Destroyer <laughs> holdover from the 80s, Patrick Ewing. Mm-hmm. At this point, his career was slowing he down. He over any of his old stats, man. Oh. Give him some love. Ah, he was just great. I don't know. He was <laughs> four-time All-Star, <laughs> one Defensive Player of the Year, one NBA first te- All NBA first team, five fifty-one field goal percentage, seven eighty-one free throw at a high mark, eleven boards, three point nine blocks, twenty-three point two points, and he got Kevin Young punched. <laughs> oh, oh, so that is like maybe he should be number one, <laughs> <laughs> number five on the list, number one in our hearts. Yeah. <laughs> Number four. Okay, now, Patrick Ewing. <laughs> Patrick Ewing. This is kind of tailing off the end of his career with the Knicks. But he was still prolific. He got them to the finals, right? After Jordan retired, they played against Houston. Versus Houston, right? Yeah. yeah. Eight-time All-Star. High marks of 551 field goal percentage, 775 free throw, 12.1 boards. Actually had four blocks a game. I think that was in the very beginning of the decade, though, the 89-90 season, and 28.6 points, which was also pretty early. He started tapering off, but... That was the peak Ewing years. Yeah, one all-NBA first team, but he was second team four times, though, which is... Well, it's because of the next three players players we see. Yeah. So... (laughs) Okay, number three. Number three. three. Not Christian Lehner. Not Alonzo Mourning. It's the Shaq Diesel. Shaquille O'Neal. The, sh- the big Shaktis, the Diesel, what else? Kazam. Kazam, Man of Steel, the big Aristotle. He would be good as um, that Steel character in the DC Universe. John Henry Steel. Oh. You remember that one? That he has the sledgehammer. Wasn't, 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 he, wasn't he Steel? But this could also be the Mandela effect where I lived in a different world than you. Like where everyone thinks Sinbad was a... A genie character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Shaquille O'Neal was in Steel. Oh, it must have sucked then. It was a Shaquille O'Neal movie. What the hell are you expecting? Blue Chips? Well, fuck is if it... Well, Blue Chips is good. That was only good... That was Penny Hardaway's thanks, dude. Shaquille O'Neal. Six um, times to All-Star. 
599 field goal percentage. And a 592 free throw percentage. That was his rookie year, and it went down from there. He never got that again. Yep. That's how bad it was. It's like, how can you fucking... You're just not working at it to me, right? Well, he, they said the issue is like it's it's him palming a basketball and trying to flick it into a basket. Dude, these other centers are they're seven footers too. They're all shooting like seven hundred or more. Like yeah. that that's just he's just lazy, lazy. Ooh, are you trying? Oh, are you trying to slight Shaquille? Okay, I am slighting. You know why? Thirteen point nine boards his high water mark. All downhill after that. True. He never. How can you be that big and strong? That dominant. Yeah. That physically dominant. Exactly. That that's like LeBron, basically, except for the center position. Yep. Three and a half blocks, rookie year. Yeah. All downhill after that. Like, come on, man. You know why? Because rap records. How many of those did he have in that time? Junk. (laughs) All junk. With Shaq Fu. But 29.3 points as a He had one mark. Sega game, too. Shaq Fu. <laughs> I think they had, they had two Sega games. It's Shaq Fu the return. Now, he, was, he became corporate, that's why. Yeah, I guess he, so. Like, he, he, he should have been the greatest center of all time. The most dominant. He's, he, he was still arguably the most dominant center of his time. Yeah. But, like you said, barely... 50%, like, you're 50-50 on free throws, you get up to 75%, he's already scoring, what, 35 points? Probably, right? 40 points? If you just make 75%. 70%. You just make 70%. Yeah. Holy crap. Because they, they employed Hackershack, right? Mm-hmm. So he, he was atrocious at times. Plus, he wasn't that vicious. Mm. It would be very scary if you were. Don't you think? Like, a man that big... He had some attitude. No, but he 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 could have destroyed Charles Barkley. <laughs> yeah, and he still could. <laughs> he still does now. He, he's still pretty nice to him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but if he had a mean, like if he had Alonzo's mean streak, mm. or if he had Kobe's killer instinct, mm-hmm. oh, that would have been so scary. He's a good guy. Like he's a nice guy. Right? Or yeah, I mean, I think the biggest knock is just laziness. Kobe was right. Right? I think that's why they feuded, right? Kobe yes. said Shaq's lazy. He is fucking lazy. If he had stayed in shape, mm-hmm. trimmed down, yeah. Imagine what kind of dynasty they would have had if he stayed in shape. Well, they had and egos. They massive, massive egos. I'm sure that was a problem too, but I think a lot of it would have been mitigated if Shaq had the effort that Kobe wanted to see. Oh, well. You know? Yeah, if he had, if he had Kobe's work ethic, they would have... Seven dynasty. You know, yeah, seven. they would have decimated. <laughs> then people would be saying Kobe is the goat. Yeah, not Jordan because they would have fuck. He would have beat six championships. But Kobe has five. Yeah, but he would have beat but, six if but he, Shaq would but, stayed but at this with point, them. He's not even entertaining the conversation, right? Because they're always saying LeBron is above Kobe too, right? I see people ask, saying Kobe's better than LeBron, but mm. Jordan is still better. Mm. I mean, I see that shit too. But if if Shaq stayed in L.A. And if he had stayed hungry and fucking, he did. He was hungry. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he had he he had many double doubles from in and out. He led the league, right? <laughs> All right. Now the big question. This is what I want to see. <clears throat> Number two. Number two. 
Hakeem Olajuwon. <laughs> Just yes, sir. That's what I wanted to see. It's close. Very close. Very close. Very, very close. I I gave the nod to David Robinson, number one. Hakeem had huge numbers. He had the championship. So did, so did Robinson, though. Mm-hmm. But Hakeem tapered off because he was a little older. So yes. he had some prime years in the 80s. Yep. And so... And then he, he went to Toronto. I don't remember him ever being on Toronto. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Robinson took a backseat ultimately to Tim Duncan, of In course. his later years. In the later yeah. years. And, and he won thanks to Tim Duncan, of mm-hmm. course. But Akeem, as individual players, in terms of fantasy basketball like we used to play... Mm-hmm. Hard to argue if these guys were not one and two. They were both stat fillers. Yes. I mean, they filled all the boxes, but Robinson's were a little bit better. And for a greater part of the decade, just because he's younger. Yeah, because he started. Yeah, he started basically later. <laughs> at 89, 90. Yeah. Was his first full season because he was held out because of military, right? Yeah. So he actually got drafted a little earlier, but yeah. when he started playing, he's a full grown man. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he started... Had, he had the big muscles. He was like he had some man muscles yeah. and everything, right? He had a quad... Did he 13 quad boards, 4.8 assists as a high mark, 2.3 steals, 4.5 blocks, 29.8 <laughs> points. I mean, fuck, it's just one defensive player of the year, one MVP, four all-NBA first teams, four defensive first teams. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. Olajuwon had an MVP. He had the two defensive players of the year, yep. but three defensive first teams and three All NBA first teams. So yep. it's close, but I, I would I gave it to Robinson too. Plus, Robinson was a nice guy. I'm not saying Hakeem wasn't a nice guy, but he was part of the dream team. Robinson, because mm-hmm. unfortunately, Hakeem couldn't be on America's dream team. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been selected, no doubt, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Shaq was on the original... No, actually, Shaq was left off the original Dream Team because of Christian Lehner. That's right. Mm-hmm. But Deirdre Robinson, arguably number one pick <laughs> in fantasy or Akeem, right? One of those three. Yeah. Or Jordan, right? Like, it was always... One of those three guys, always top. But Yeah, it's funny, though. What's that? I have the exact same stuff. <laughs> really? Yeah. Even number eight and stuff? Yeah, number eight. Devots, yep. Wow. Doherty, I gave him credit for his <laughs> three all-star seasons. He only played five of ten seasons, but, mm. yep, I gave him the credit there. <clears throat> I was going to give an honorable mention to the dunking Dutchman. <laughs> Rick Smith? Rick Smith! I was just going to give him an honorable mention. The softest seven-foot-four player <laughs> you will ever fucking know <laughs> in your lifetime. <laughs> True fucking True highest down. rebounding was 7.7 7 <laughs> boards a game at 7 foot 4. You're not even like, Fuck, man, come on. <laughs> but decent overall numbers, I guess. 18.5 points, 2.1 blocks as a high par- has a high mark. One all-star. He he would have so. he could have lived now like as a stretch four. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he would have been better off now. He, yeah. he's, not, not shooting three. Like, he's in the corner shooting threes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, other than that, exact same eight. Wow. 
Okay, here, here are the other four guys I kind of looked at as I was putting the list together. Oh, it should be interesting. Number nine. Not your Vetus. Our Vetus Sabonis. <laughs> he hardly played, though, right? He came over here in his mid to late 30s. Yeah. He had four years in the 90s, but he had 16 points, 10 rebounds. He was only playing like 25 minutes a game. Mm. When he was supposed to come over here in the 80s, he was supposed to be... Europe's best player ever mm. to date. So, I don't know. He, he was still pretty good. 2.6, I mean, for for like a 30-year-old who looked kind of soft and squishy. Yeah. And only playing like maybe 25 minutes a game or whatever. He, he did work. So, you got to respect Arvidas. Number 10, Duke legend, Christian Leitner. He played center? He was a power forward center. He, oh. he was kind of like... The stretch four, he played center at Duke a lot because mm. he was a tall, he was 6'10". He was never the transcendent game changer that you expected, but, you know, 18 points, almost nine rebounds a game. Not Nothing to sneeze at. Solid numbers. Because um, I almost put Kevin Willis. I almost put him, but it, everything said power forward, power forward, power forward, yeah. power forward. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I can't do it. Yeah. And then, I can't justify that. But he was a seven footer, right? Wasn't he seven feet? He, he was a seven footer with a six three wingspan. T Rex. <laughs> how do you get rebound? How do you close your arms? How do you close? Oh, he could rebound though. But how do he? Because he could snap his arms that close. That's all he got. He, I think his high mark was a fifteen point five. Oh no, he, he so, was he was a relentless. He was yeah. a, he was yoked too. Yeah, it was just. His arm, like, he couldn't scratch his back effectively. (laughs) Number 11, Rick Smits. And number 12, the Greek, Ronnie Sykely. Oh, shit. I forgot about him. He was, because he was the first pick from the Miami Heat, right, or something. Yep, 17.3 points, 11.8 rebounds as the high, 1.7 blocks. He was not bad. Ronnie Sykely. Ronnie Sykely. Because he he because he was like the Greek god. Like he was dark and he was tanned. Like he was, was on, he? Like he was on South Beach, dude. So he oh. he, was, he was probably spending uh, seven hours a day tanning himself and then two hours a day playing basketball. That's that's what I'm thinking. But he preceded all the great centers to come mm. after him. It's funny though, yeah, how it really tapered off after the six. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm wondering how the 2000s are going to play out. Spoilers ahead. The names you see in the 2000s might surprise you. Mm. You think it's better or worse now? Currently. Current NBA. There are no big men in the NBA. Embiid? Okay, one. Anthony Davis, two, but he wants to be a power forward. forward. So you got Embiid. You've got DeAndre Ayton. Where is DeAndre Jordan? Is he still playing? He's like a bench guy now. Hmm. I think it was he with the Lakers or Clip? Well, oh, Andre, Clipper. Oh, Andre Drum- Drummond. He's with the he's, Lakers. Yeah, but he's at the end of his career, right? Yeah. At 20 something. <laughs> Not that like he's almost done. But. No, but he's, I mean, he's just a defensive guy. Yeah. Like, what, you gotta think, we've seen Blake Griffin rise and fall. Yeah. And yeah. now he's a benchy guy. Um, I mean, in some respects, Giannis is almost playing a center. Mm. 
and he's more of a power forward hybrid. Porzingis, Kristaps, <laughs> he's a stretch five, but he's not a physical player. Right? He's yeah. more of a no. soft, squishy guy, like oh. a Cliff Robinson. <laughs> that six ten piece of I shit. I miss when they used to make him like Dale Davis. That's God. when the fucking players were good. Ugh. The only thing he was good for was sitting right next to me on the bench. <laughs> Back in the early 90s, I had 300 blocks in a game. <laughs> 450 rebounds. Yeah. Every rebound was a putback. So, <laughs> so if you had 400 rebounds, 800 points. Yeah. Single-handedly destroying my fantasy team in the process. I... Hate Dale Davis with a white hot passion. <laughs> I almost thought about giving some love to Sean Bradley. Did you hear about him? That he <laughs> yeah, he's paralyzed or something, right? They said no, he's not. Oh, he's not. I don't oh. know. That was, it was a fallacy oh. or something. But but there was some kind of accident. he, he got into he an got accident. Hit, true, he got yeah. hit by a car while he was biking or something. Yeah. Shit. How the fuck do you not see this guy on a bicycle? <laughs> That can't be real. <laughs> that must be hallucinating. I'm going to drive through this shit. <laughs> like, I am so high right now. Like, is that a ghost? <laughs> like, is, he pe- is he pedaling? How does he go? this dude? Right? He's got to have a special bike too, right? It's not like he can use a normal Schwinn or some shit. He's got to be like fucking... He's a tiny bike. He's all knees and ankles. <laughs> Elbows. Look like us on a tricycle. Yeah, right? <laughs> He's on a big, like a big, big yeah. wheel. <laughs> yeah, the guy could block shots. That, and almost, that's all you can say about game. that. Yeah, maybe eight boards, low double digits in points. He got manhandled by Shaq. Oh yeah, he was so scrawny. That's why. Yeah, he couldn't put on the, the muscle. Well, he's not. He he wasn't that kind of athlete. Mm. Like he was athletic, obviously, but he wasn't that kind of athlete. Well, I mean, in the eighties, explosive. You've got Manute Bowl, who who was the original stretch five, because he tried to keep shooting threes <laughs> out there. Like you suck, dude. <laughs> 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 like fucking you know. But there was one game where he shot like six, though. He made six. Dodge. The sun shines on a dog's ass every once in a while. <laughs> that was horrible. Oh. Uh, see that that's good times, man. I don't know, like the center is the dying breed, though, right? Yeah. I mean, it, as as you're finding out that it's less of a dominant center, it's more guard play now, right? So, or so if if there is another shock that comes through, are they still? It's you know, are they still gonna be as special? You, or are they are they just completely obsolete now? You, you kind of see Tiny Baby Shaq. His name is Zion Williamson. That's baby, though. 6'8", 6'9". Talking about the, the 7'1", 290 three, fucking move. B- before meals. <laughs> <laughs> that can just fucking, you know, explode, you know? Well, see, but like, but you look at Zion. If right? that comes through again, is it obsolete? It cannot be, because Zion's not obsolete. But he's also one of those guys that's just like you got to start trimming down, right? Mm. Like you're a little, you're a little softer, Zion. Well, you got to think that the Embiid is the guy, right? The center, mm. and he's relatively dominant. He's he's on an ill-fitting team though, mm. because when you have two six uh, ten 
plus big men mm. that can't shoot from the perimeter and you have no point guard, <laughs> right? You have a problem. So that's, it's not like how, what you call it, Tim Duncan and, and Robinson played Twin Towers, mm. right? I mean, because they would just, I mean, Robinson would just post up and then Duncan would just, he would post up too, right? But then there wasn't. Yeah, but he had his stupid fucking bank shot that he could hit from any fucking where. Yeah. Well, I mean, he. I feel he, like that fucker could bank threes. <laughs> he probably did. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, but Jesus but he could Christ. shoot from the outside, but he was also dominant inside, mm. right? So it's like Embiid tries to take guys off the dribble. It looks like sometimes. Mm. Usually Robinson was like a oh, one step dunk, one step pull. You know, like it was. Plus or minus, it wasn't like they're trying to face up yeah. and you know, three Tim dribbles, Duncan, big fundamental, yep, big boring guy <laughs> with his stupid plaid shirts Wait. and his big eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he bitched a lot. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. Hope you like this list. We'll be back next week with the two thousand centers. Like and subscribe, or email us at getrickpodcast@gmail.com if you think we missed anybody. I don't think it's possible because we are very thorough. Okay, goodbye.